0: Seraphim, cherubim, thrones, dominations, virtues, powers, principalities, archangels, and angels. Today we discuss the angelic world.
1: Aloha. From the sandy beaches of Hawaii comes a wave of God's love and the challenge to go deeper. Paddle out with us and experience the thrills of the radical plan God has for your life. It's Deep Adventure Radio with your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak.
0: Aloha and welcome to Deep Adventure Radio. Today, we are going to talk about the angelic world, the nine different choirs of angels. And you know, right now, it would probably be a good idea for us to acknowledge our guardian angels that are with us uh, at all times. Uh, Jesus said he talked about, when he talked about the children, how uh, their guardian guardian angels are with them always, and they also always behold the face of God. So God, angels are awesome beings. Uh I'm sure each of us can recall an instance or maybe several instances uh in our lives when angels were there to help us. I was watching something on YouTube called Daddy Saves and I was seeing, you know, videos of on YouTube of these amazing things that dads did to save their children from falling or crashing and it just seemed like it was almost like they were moving at light speed. One father was sleeping, and his, father was fall, his child was falling off the couch, and he's reached over and grabbed that child without even really almost opening his, his eyes. And I think sometimes that's the angels kind of assisting us. But they're with us always, and I think that for some of us, we've kept our angels pretty busy, at least in the physical dimensions. I remember once uh, paddling out at RingCon, that's in uh, Southern California on a big day. In fact, the day was so big that the pier at Ventura, which was only like 20 miles away, was pretty much destroyed. It, it wasn't able to be opened again for two years. Was it? The waves busted apart the, the pilings and the planks, and then the planks were busting apart the rest of the pier. And I remember paddling out thinking pretty much that I was invincible back in the day. And uh, as I'm walking out, boulders are being moved around like basketball-sized boulders are getting kind of Moved around, and I go. Well, it's okay. I just water. And I remember paddling and paddling, just getting swept by the current, and paddling and paddling, trying to get out. It seemed like it was ten, fifteen, twenty minutes trying to get through the sets, and finally I made it out, or so I thought. And then here came the biggest set of the day. The, the swell. The more I paddled, it seemed the bigger the swell was getting. And then here just came this monster, and I was like, I couldn't paddle fast enough to get over it and out to sea which is kind of a sketchy feeling when you know you want to get back to the land, but the most dangerous thing to do would be to turn and go for the land. you got to paddle to get out into deeper water where it's safer. But in this case, I had no choice. The teeth of this thing was just going to munch me. So I turned my board towards shore and, just ha- and paddled two strokes and yelled out, Jesus. Luckily, I remembered to take a deep breath just as the wave kind of broke right on my back and, Boom! I was underwater for a long time, but hanging on to my board and being pushed forward under the foam ball, just being pushed, rocketed to, toward shore, which is maybe not an eighth of a mile away, but quite a mile, quite a long ways away, and just being rocketed and rocketed, and holding my breath. I don't know for how many hundreds of yards. Finally, my board shoots out in front of the the white water, and I'm seeing the the cliffs of Pacific Coast Highway up ahead. And I and I and I'm like I'm gonna be thrashed against those rocks. I mean I've, I'm I'm saved, my guardian angel saved me from this wave. And now I'm just gonna get tossed on these rocks, and and I'm just getting rocketed forward. So at the last second, I jump off my board and hang on to uh, the leash, and I'm being pushed against uh, the boulders, and I just hang on to this slippery boulder for dear life underwater, as the wave crashes over me and then starts to retreat and just starts pulling, sucking the water back and sucking my surfboard back towards the ocean. I'm hanging out with my leash. I reached down and I had undone the leash from my ankle so that if I was going to be pulled off the ledge, I could just let the board go. And then I remember I scrambled up the cliff, pulling my surfboard up behind me. I didn't even care how damaged it was. And hands reached down, pulled me up over this cliff. And only then did I see that there were Cars just lined up on the Pacific Coast Highway stopping and, and to watch the waves as the waves broke and crashed over three or four lanes of, of freeway. I really got a feeling that my guardian angel was there for me that day. And, uh, and I'm thankful. Uh, I'm thankful for my guardian angel. I want to acknowledge my guardian angel. And uh, our guest today is going to be talking about the angelic kingdom, you know, the nine different choirs of angels, And uh, also what our relationship can be like with our guardian angel, that we can uh, speak to our angel and and humbly ask for assistance and help. And uh, and we should be acknowledging our guardian angels. You know, every human being has a guardian angel. There's billions of guardian angels, and we need to be thankful. Uh, And even like when my children are going someplace and I feel kind of sketchy about it, I can ask the guardian angel, please take special care of them, you know. So we're going to get to go deep into an area that... A lot of people flirt with in the New Age um, community that really don't know what they're talking about. They're really actually flirting with uh, the demonic angels, the fallen angels. Um, But we're going to talk about those angels, the two-thirds of them that stayed uh, loyal to God. You know, we have a test in this world. We have a test of will we serve the Lord or won't we? Will we abandon ourselves to God's will or won't we? C.S. Lewis said there's two kinds of people in the world, the people to whom to to say to God, thy will be done and the people to whom god says thy will be done satan said i will not serve and um there was a test a period of probation for the angels in heaven a third of them failed the test and were cast down to earth and have a place reserved for them in hell Uh, but we too have that um that uh, test but you know what two-thirds of the angels uh, chose uh, out of an act of free will to be devoted entirely to the lord and, you know, Satan was one of the highest of the angels, but, you know, who really uh, kicked him out of heaven was one of the, the lower ranks of angels. Um, Michael, the archangel, took care of business and drove him and a third of, his, of, the, of, the, of the fallen angels out of heaven. So we have a great God and we have a great relationship with our saints in heaven and with our angels in heaven who, too, chose to serve God with all the heart, soul, strength, and mind. This is Barry Wozniak. We're going to be right back with my good friend Mike Aquilina to talk about angels.
1: Deep Adventure Radio,
0: the bold standard in radio. Next time you visit EWTN.com, be sure to check out the Religious Catalog section. You'll find a wide variety of Catholic products. From Bibles to rosaries, there's something for everyone. And you can order online. It's easy, safe, and secure Shop the Religious Catalog 24 hours a day at EWTN.com. You can listen to
1: EWTN Radio on your computer, no matter where you are. Just go to EWTN.com and click on Multimedia, then look for the words EWTN Radio Listen. You'll also find information about our podcasts. You'll find it all
0: at EWTN.com. This is John Mark Grodi of the Coming Home Network International, inviting you to listen to Bear Wozniak's Deep Adventure Radio. Aloha, and welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. We're so excited about this show because uh, Deep Adventure Radio uh, has been on the air now for 100 episodes. I can't even believe that uh, they keep letting us have this show uh, because we have so much fun here. And the key to us having uh, such a great time is that we have such great guests and so for my 100th episode i i I brought a man on the show that has had a real impact on my life the key to i think having great shows is i bring people on that that will talk about the things that i'm interested in and i just hope you'll be interested in too and so we have a prolific author uh speaker and really good looking guy mike aquilina (laughs) on our show today aloha mike
2: Aloha, Bear. Congratulations on 100 episodes. That's impressive. I, I know. It's unbelievable that they would let me keep having my show. <laughs> I know.
0: But actually, we uh, we, we, we believe that God uh, called us to do this. I remember when my son uh, Shane said, Dad, you got to do a surfing podcast. And about four years ago, we started doing these like two-and-a-half-hour podcasts out of our house. And it developed into a radio show on a couple of local stations. And then EW10 started to pick us up on their B channel. And now they have us on their A channel on over 300 affiliates. And, you know, wow. Mike, we got to be thankful because every one of those radio stations, you know, there's a every one of them. They have an office. They have a tower they've had to pay for. And mm-hmm. I traveled around the country when our show was first being launched. And I met dozens of these of these um, people who started these radio shows and almost without fail, none of them had ever done radio before.
2: Wow, that's that's really a drive. It's really a calling.
0: Yeah, and, and you know it's a boldness, you know, and, and 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 it takes faith. And so we don't just take for granted that, that we're heard by millions of people each each week. Um, it's because of the local affiliates and them stepping up. Some of them mortgage their houses. Um, mm-hmm. Just some of and most everybody said, I'm going to take a cut and pay to make this happen. And and so we've got real soldiers out there. And in this time. Uh, and in this place, uh, as there seems to be darkness, seems to be growing, the EWTN ministry is this one great beacon, and it's so great to be a part of it. It is, and I know that um, I know that your uh, your ministry. I've seen you so much on EWTN TV, interviewed all over the place, and we actually got to be together uh, in Kansas City last, last February, uh, as we you and you and my, myself and another person uh, spoke to. I guess it was men under construction out there.
2: That was a good time, you know, and that's just more evidence that uh, that the spirit is moving. I think we saw a, all those people gathered together in that uh, in that packed church. That was impressive. There was like over a thousand people there. It was, it was impressive. And, and I loved, you
0: know, the theme was surfer, professor, and exorcist, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure which one I was, but you know. <laughs> so we're having a lot of fun uh, in the kingdom, but we want to uh, our our purpose. I know Mike's purpose. Before he went up to speak, I saw him deeply in prayer and just really wanting to deliver uh, his message. And it was on martyrdom, which is, uh, which is um, I kind of think, a, a message for our time right now.
2: Well, thank you, Bear. That, uh, that was, a, as I said, that was a, a good time. And that is, that is a theme for our time. You know, we're, we're living in very unusual days and, uh, and we see our, our, our Christian brothers and sisters uh, martyred uh, on YouTube uh and and uh and through social media because they the persecutors are so bold and so brazen and uh and they they fear they fear nothing on earth and they don't fear the god of heaven uh, you know it's it's just as our lord said they think that they're serving god by making martyrs of christians and um and it just shows that we have to step up our efforts and we have to show them the love of christ and show them that there's a better way to live on earth and a better way to live forever after if you're living in eternal love and the only way you can do that is by living in the trinity god is love god is love not only because god loves but because there is an eternal object of god's love there is the father the son and the holy spirit
0: and we get to live in the midst of that trinitarian love
2: We do. We're caught up in it through our baptism. That is the great truth of Christian life. You know, the sacraments are our gateway to heaven. I can tell you're kind of excited about it.
0: (laughs) Hey, but Mike, I got to tell you, I don't want to dwell too much on that subject because I want to talk about angels with you, your book on angels. But, you know, when I lead someone to a personal encounter with Christ right now, I look at (laughs) them and I go, I really want to ask them, are you prepared to be a martyr? Because I don't, you know, I'm not saying that that's coming, but... Certainly in the world around us, there's a form of martyrdom. People are being socially ostracized. They're, they're not being able to make the income they want. They're, they're being stopped from even you know, pursuing their occupations at times. So there is definitely a, a sacrificial thing that's happening now with Christians. And we really na- need to stand together and we need to rise up a- against the darkness. And, and that is why uh, today I wanted to bring you on and uh, to discuss the, this, this whole amazing
2: subject of angels. Oh, yeah, because the, the warfare we're caught up in is not, is not merely earthly. It's spiritual warfare, and it involves angelic powers. Uh, we, have, we have the angels of light, the holy angels, battling on our side. And we have angels of darkness, fierce angels of darkness, who wish our demise. And uh, we've got we've to go into this clear eye. We've got to know what's going on and, uh, and to use the means that God has given us to prevail in this battle.
0: I got to tell you something, you know, my father, he's, he's a holy man, and my mother uh, is, is in heaven now praying for us probably right now, uh, Greg and Maurice. Um, he's a deacon in the Catholic Church. He, he lives a life almost through the day of prayer and, and meditation now, he's in his, he's in his mid-80s. Um, and his ministry used to be to executives of major corporations. Uh, he would bring, bring them in for retreats to his lake home in northern Minnesota. But now, you know, he goes to Mass, and his ministry is to the little children. They come up to mm-hmm. him in his little wheelchair, and he just tells them how beautiful they are and how much Jesus loves them. But uh, a, a few weeks ago, he had a couple of episodes where he woke up in the middle of the night fighting like a demonic spirit.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: He's in an assisted living home, and I can just see they hate the fact that he's there because most of those people are on their way, you know, either to heaven or to, or to hell. And uh, and I said, Dad, that's uh, that's to be taken as a uh, as a blessing. They hate you, uh, and, you're, and and just your life of prayer is just a bright light that infuriates them. So there is a there is a real true spiritual battle. But but let's talk about let's go back and talk about what an angel is, uh, the different orders of angels, uh, and what happened in heaven, uh, the history of, of the a- angels when there was a war, when the war broke out. Let, I just want you to just let just bring us bring us that first tell us what angel what an angel is and what it what an angel isn't also
2: <laughs> Right, right, right. It's it's good to know all of these things um, I'm looking right now because the best the best definition I have seen uh, For an angel is the one that's in the glossary of the, the catechism of the catholic church and uh, and of course, you know when uh, when you need the catechism, it's not it's not on your desk where last you saw it. I'm waiting but, uh, for the movie to come out. <laughs> <laughs> but but an angel is a is a is a person first of all. You know that's the thing to remember. A personal uh, an angel is a is is, um, is a person. Here's a, here's the here's my catechism, and I'm going to look up going to look up that answer that uh, that definition because I, I really like the way the catechism has it here. An angel is a spiritual personal and immortal creature with intelligence and free will who glorifies God without ceasing and who serves God as a messenger of his saving plan. So an angel is spiritual. An angel is a pure spirit. In that way, an angel is like God because God is purely spiritual. Angels don't have bodies like us. You know, we're spiritual beings, but we also have this material component. We have bodies. An angel is personal a person a person who is assigned to us our guardian angel is and uh and and you know it's important for us to know that an angel is not just a major appliance that's kind of installed in the basement of our life an angel is a person who accompanies us and so we should treat angels like persons with with courtesy and an angel um, is a, you know is a person because uh the angel has intelligence and free will intelligence and free will because those are the things that make us persons, intelligence and free will. And the angel it glorifies God through, uh, through his work as a messenger uh, and as a protector in our life. You know, our Lord te- says, you know, uh, don't despise these little ones. He's talking about little children, because each one of them, you know, has an angel who beholds the face of my Father in heaven. You know, and that's an important thing for us to know. Everyone has a guardian angel uh, assigned by God from the moment of our conception until until death and probably beyond to take us into the into the next life.
0: So Uh, so the angels are there
2: with us and we use a the, the term angel colloquially to refer to any pure spirit who is not God. Any pure spirit who is not God.
0: So that could be uh demons then too because those are fallen angels.
2: That's right. And cherubim, seraphim thrones dominions we have all of these names given in the bible to pure spirits uh... there 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 seem to be all different sorts all different kinds all different types whatever you want to say about them but they seem to be divided somehow into into these choirs of angels and each one may have a different purpose each one may have a different function in god's plan we don't know how they differ from one another uh we do know that the angels live in a hierarchy just the way humans live in a hierarchy uh we're social beings god said it's not good for us to be alone and so he li- he created us to live in this great society but the society is so much bigger than what we can see with our eyes and hear with our ears our society is as big as heaven and earth and it includes all the angels all the saints and we're all working together we're all living together we're all pulling together toward the kingdom,
0: and you know there. So, so there's billions of angels, and each one was individually created, not like uh, humans, where we participate, where we participate in the creation of, of of new humans. But each angel was specifically uh, created by God. And uh, Thomas Aquinas is, is unique is kind of like it's. I think he called it a unique uh, species. Each one of them is totally unique, with unique gifts and callings. But, but you'd mentioned. Um, you know, I love the fact that my guardian angel is always beholding the face of God while he's putting up with me, you know. <laughs> and, and I know that he's here with me. Uh, um, in fact, I, my, my daughter once, uh, like the Lord unpeeled her eyes and she, she was like in shock. She was trembling because she saw two really mighty warrior angels uh, hanging out wow. with me one time. And I, and I know that they're real. And I know that the, the angels are here not just to protect me from stubbing my toe, but to fight, uh, to fight on my behalf, you know, in, in spiritual warfare. And you know, in heaven, you mentioned there's nine different choirs of angels, and, and you talked about a hierarchy, which, you know, the, the American, you know, mentality, it rebels at that kind of thought of a hierarchy, that there's higher angels and lower angels, and, 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 and yet that's the truth. In heaven, the, the seraphim are the highest of the angels. Uh, they, the, can, you, can you kind of, I know there's three types of is three sets of of choirs in each of the three levels of the hierarchy of the angels that scripture reveals to us. And some of them we really don't fully understand, but could you, could I uh, put you on the spot to kind of share with us from the seraphim down what what those are?
2: Well, you know what? I don't want to do that, because, and I'll tell you why, because the saints themselves speculate about this, and the saints disagree with one another. They're trying to, they're trying to understand something that's really, really uh, beyond what we what we can understand for you know there, there are uh, nine terms for angels that we've we've sifted out of Scripture and ever since ancient times this has been a point of fascination for Christian what does this mean how do these shake out so to speak and as early as 107 AD we have Saint Ignatius of Antioch saying that a bishop in the church is expected to hold forth on the orders of the angels and what each order of angels means uh, but but we we have so many of these different speculations uh, dating from ancient times even and then coming up. But even in the Middle Ages, we have Saint Thomas and Saint Bonaventure holding forth on these, and they don't quite agree with one another. What we know is that that um, there are some angels who seem to be devoted entirely to the worship of God in the, the, the at the throne of heaven. There are other angels who seem to be involved. In the movement of the world, um, either the historical movement or even the movement of the the natural elements, and then there are those angels who are intensely involved in our lives. Uh, you know, the guardian angels that we we hear so much talk about. Uh, only the only two of the ranks are referred to with the name Angelos, angel, um, and and uh, and and that word in in Greek means messenger. So two two of the orders of angels are kind of tagged with this name and uh... and they're the ones we seem to talk about the most and i think it's because they're the ones we have the most contact with they're the ones who have the, the most to do in our lives so when, when god wants to tell the blessed virgin that she's going to bear the messiah he sends an archangel and then when he wants to to free peter from from, from prison he sends an angel to break the chains, so it seems to me that the angels and the archangels are the ones that that most concern us uh, and are most involved in our lives uh, and and um, and and battling be, be beside us. So, so
0: there is a way in which our guardian guardian angel can uh, give us uh, be a messenger to us in terms of somehow uh, planting thoughts in our in our in our hearts and our minds, and also um they can also uh fight on our behalf they can free us uh from chains like it freed peter if there's certain sin in your life that you're battling uh, call on your angel to to fight for you to uh, defend you against against the enemy you know who's always there but it's interesting to me when we get back uh, in a few minutes we're going to talk a little bit more about this um my understanding is that satan lucifer was one of the highest of the angels
2: that's the tradition and uh and that that Satan, like 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 all beings, God created created God creates all personal beings with intelligence and free will, and we undergo a testing. You know, humankind underwent a testing in Adam and Eve, and Adam and Eve failed the test. You know, they did they they they, uh, they, uh, they, uh, they they chose evil over good, and uh, and and similarly, all the angels faced a test. We don't know the nature of that test, but they faced a test. Some of them corresponded to God, God's will, and others did not. And Satan was, was the chief of those who did not.
0: Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about that because, uh, when we get back, because we know that all the only thing God makes is good. Everything he makes is good. Uh, and one of the good things he makes is this freedom uh, of choice, freedom of will. Um, and, but so evil, it's not like Satan is equal to God, like he's his counterpart. Uh, Satan and a third of the angels, uh, defected. Uh, evil is just a privation or a defection from the good. Uh, it's not like God created evil. It's like it's a falling away from the truth. As, as uh, Jesus said, Satan is the father of lies. He did not stand in the truth. He leaned away from it and fell away from it. Just- hey, you guys, we're already done with our first segment. But we've got lots more up for our 100th episode with my friend Mike Aquilino. We're talking about angels. We'll be right back with more Deep Adventure Radio. I'm your adventure guide, Air Wazel.
1: Deep Adventure Radio, where the surf is always up. I didn't take my faith seriously, which,
0: which probably means I, I never really got it to begin with. No, I didn't want to give up sin. Miss, the reason we sin is because sin is fun. But it's, it's self-love sin. But it's amazing with God's grace how easy
2: trying to not sin it really is. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for whatever reason, we invite you to take another look. Visit
3: CatholicsComeHome.org today. If it's happening at the Vatican, the United States, or anywhere else in the world, look to EWTN News for live coverage of landmark events in the life of the Church. From today's headlines to compelling interviews with Catholic newsmakers, EWTN News, only
1: on the Global Catholic Network. Deep Virtue with Bear
0: Wozniak. Aloha, this is Bear Wozniak from deepadventure.com with another Deep Virtue segment. We're uh, coming to you from Waikiki Beach. You know, as an athlete, uh, one of the things that we have to be careful about is watch what we eat. There's a saying, you are what you eat. Well, as Catholics, uh, we're, we're athletes for Christ. We're in training to win that great prize. And we need to watch what we eat. One of the great blessings we have in the church is the daily mass. Uh, if you go to mass you have the first part of the mass is the Liturgy of the word and the second half is the Liturgy of the Eucharist well the first half is the bread of the Word of God and the second half is the bread of the body and blood of Jesus Christ so if you go to mass every day and and you do that for three years you'll have gone through almost all of Scripture even a lot of the parts of the Bible that a lot of places people would never turn to or, or read, but still are the Word of God and should be, uh, uh, you know, cared for. If you can't go to daily Mass, you can receive uh, those daily scripture verses on Laudate, the app that you can download, or there's a Universalis app as well. But I recommend that you read the, the daily uh, scriptures every day. Make that, Incorporate that and make that a part of your life. May, maybe at lunchtime, You'll sit down and read those readings if you haven't been able to go to Mass that day. And let the Scriptures read you. It's not just that you are reading the Scriptures. Let those Scriptures read you. And, and open, to in, open up like a mirror what's in your heart and let God speak to you. So spend time. Be careful what you eat. And one of the best things you can eat is the Word of God. The Bible says that we will be transformed by the renewing of, my, by the renewing of our minds. So spending time in the Word will help us go deeper with God. This is Bear Wozniak with another Deep Virtue segment from deepadventure.com. Aloha. Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak.
1: Find out more at deepadventure.com.
0: Aloha and welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak, and we're going on a real adventure today. It's our 100th episode of Deep Adventure Radio. and uh, You can go to our website, deepadventure.com, and become part of the tribe. Uh, More and more, uh, we are gathering uh, people together who want to have an impact with us uh, in our ministry. And we have with us as a special guest, our adventure guide today, Mike Aquilina. Mike, what's your website again? Fathersofthechurch.com The Fathers of the Church. Mike's writing on the early uh, church fathers. Uh, The early church fathers, the reading of the early church fathers is what brought me roaring back Mm-hmm. to the Catholic Church. It was like this is what I've been looking for. It was like not just a missing link. it was like you know the, 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 the whole key to it all was to, to find what the primitive church, what the early church what the, what the young lions uh, believed and how they uh, worshiped. And, and so' it's so it's such a blessing to be able to search through scripture and also read the writings of the early church fathers to help us uh, bring those scriptures to life. And one of the areas that Mike has written about, uh, just a really profound book. The name of the book, Mike, uh, can you tell us the exact name of the
2: book? Uh, uh, which one now? The, angel, on the Angels. one of your 45 books, the one <laughs> on angels. I've, I've written three books on angels. One is oh. called Angels of God, the Bible, the Church, and the Heavenly Hosts. And that's that's really an introduction to the, uh, the doctrine and uh, spirituality of the angels. That's Angels of God. I also wrote a Bible study on the angels, and it's called Entertaining Angels. Uh, it's put out by Catholic Scripture Study International. And then I, I wrote a devotional book, which is based on the teaching of the Church Fathers, called A Year with the Angels. And it's it's a different meditation for every day of the year. Um, so those three books, Angels of God, Entertaining Angels, and... Um, a year with the Angels. Those are my three books on the Angels.
0: And you know, I, you know, I, you guys, I love Mike Aquilina. I love his writing. Uh, he's able to explain it to people like me. Some of these deeper things. And every morning, I use your book on what is the the, the daily reading book again on the early Church Fathers. It's leather bound. A year
2: with the Church Fathers. Yeah, a year yes. with
0: the Church Fathers. I go out on the beach every morning. It's a rugged enough book. It's you know, it's kind of looking dog-eared now. But every morning, I include a, one of your readings in my daily prayer life. So. Uh, you know, it turns out I'm praying for you every day. That's probably why you're so successful. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. I'm, I'm leaning <laughs> on you. Thank you, bear. So, uh, so having Mike on our 100th show is a very, very special thing for me. And we're talking about this whole area of, of angels. So it, it's true that because God gives angels and mankind a free will, that at some point uh, that free will uh, had to be tested. But the unique thing about angels is once they make a decision, because they're angelic when they once they lock in a decision with their
2: free will it's pretty much locked in it is um, it is you know we have to think about their intelligence uh, they uh, well the let me back up when we want to learn something when we want to know something you know we have to go about researching it we pursue that we pursue ideas you know we learn by trial and error uh, what we learn is mixed in with a lot of uh, a lot of um, uh, Mistakes and that sort of thing. We don't see things very clearly. Uh, we learn very gradually. Well, angels aren't like that. Well, you don't not- speak for yourself, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I am speaking for myself. <laughs> okay. when, when angels, on the other hand, when they uh, when they when they want to learn, uh, they, they're not learning through bodily senses. They learn through direct apprehension of uh, you know of the intellect. Their intellect just knows these things when, uh, when the intellect um, uh, encounters uh, a situation, encounters facts. So they, they, they do have the kind of knowledge uh, that precludes their making factual mistakes. You know, they, they, they look at the situation and then they exercise their will. Now, they can, they, can, they can choose good or they can choose evil. They're free to do one or the other. They can choose God or they can choose not God. And, uh, and, and, and some of them do choose other than God. And uh, those are the angels who, uh, who, who, who we call demons, devils. They're the ones who, who wish our demise. They want us to choose the way they chose, and they want us to, uh, to share in their misery uh, forever.
0: You know, Mike, I want to say something. Uh, This whole area of the New Age movement that thinks of angels as these little fairies. Uh, I was talking with a woman who's returning to the Catholic Church a couple weeks ago. She goes to yoga. And uh, not that there's there's anything wrong with flexibility training, but you go to yoga and you can get mixed up in some really heavy uh, false spirituality. And before they started the class, the woman started ringing these bells and asked them all to ring their bells to call in their angels. Um, Kids out there, you know, stop playing. If you're even a 60-year-old kid, stop playing around with that type of stuff because what you're, what you're bumping into there is, is, is a demonic presence. Yeah, they're angels, but they're fallen angels. All this stuff you see, all these pretty little pictures of unicorns and angels and fairies and all that stuff, it's good because it's letting us be aware that there's an angelic kingdom. But most of the time when you're pursuing that type of encounter, you're going to find an, a demonic encounter. I remember when I uh, led youth groups. Uh, We had a group of about, uh, a group of three people, (laughs) three youth in high school and college. And I pray, we prayed and I shared with them, you know, Jesus is going to come to you and he's going to breathe his peace upon you. But there'll become a time when he'll come with you in power and get ready and for nine months we just prayed and I taught them and then something really unusual happened in a six-week period 60 conversions took place of, wow. of kids coming to uh, give their life to the Lord none of them for the most part had gone to church I had to give them comic books that would give them an overview of the Bible you know to mm-hmm. even know what we're talking about they would never even been to church and most of them were musicians and wow. many of them had been involved in flirting with uh, what they I think they called it their oversoul they had a demon that helped them with their music. And you know I'm just a naive you know, guy, but but uh, when I would, share, would, would pray with them to, have, to come to convert to Christianity and have a personal encounter with Christ, uh, demons would, would shout out or choke them. And right. it came to the point where I had to just, I mean, I was there, I was the only, you know, I just had to cast them out. They were flirting, you know, through a Ouija boards. I mean, the exorcist uh, person in that movie, The Exorcist, was a real story, got involved with the demons through... Um, through, I believe it was a Ouija boards. It so, was. So, it was. So, so I don't want to dwell on this because this is a whole other subject, but I want to let people know Satan hates you and has a terrible plan for your life, and you're flirting with total destruction when you you're, when you're playing the games with the whole New Age movement and some of the stuff you, you, you you're getting into and yoga and and um, martial arts and things like that. Not to say that those are all bad, but you're in some cases you're really flirting with with a real disaster there, and, and, and yet um, you have your guardian angel, and that your guardian angels are a real part of your life, and since reading your books, Mike, I have uh, been more uh, free to, ha- to converse and to, to ask my angel to help me, not in this new-agey sort of flirtation that's just uh, dark, even though angels can appear as an angel of light, um, but, but what is the appropriate way for me to—first of all, you mentioned to respect our angels. Yes. What is the appropriate way for me to incorporate uh, a, a relationship? I mean, I can remember huge wipeouts. And as I'm going over the falls, you know, surfing, just crying out to Jesus and asking, asking for his angel to save me. I mean, uh, you know, I would like to be able to say thank you to them. You know, what, it, what, oh, is, yeah. what, is, our, what is our level of, of dialogue or relationship we can have with our guardian angel?
2: Well, I think the, the, the safe models for dealing with the angels are the models we find in Scripture and in the lives of the saints. The saints are the ones who've who've gone safely through life and made it to the other side and they really we know about their lives so that we can see a way through this life. Uh, If we look at the Scriptures we find devotion to the angels from the beginning to the end. Uh, The angels play a very large part in, 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 uh, in the progress of salvation history and they're there from the beginning. In the book of Genesis chapter 16 the first time we encounter a spirit called by the name of Angel, Malach in Hebrew, Angelos in Greek. Uh, It's it's in the story of Hagar. And you know what happens is Hagar is being abused. She's being abused by her her mistress, Sarai, and and she runs away. She runs into the desert, you know. She may have been suicidal, but she ran ran into the desert by herself, and she was going to uh, brave the elements because it was better than living the way she had been living. And she cried out. She cried out in her distress, and God sent an angel to give her hope and to give her consolation. So there it is in Genesis. You know, we, and then all through the Old Testament, we find these angels fighting on the side of the Israelites, inspiring the prophets, bringing the message to the prophets. We find the angels at worship in the temple in Jerusalem with the tabernacle as it goes through the tribes, all of these different ways. And we get to the New Testament, and there's this explosion of angelic activity. Um, and i just like to focus on the one scene when our Lord is there in his agony in the Garden of Gethsemane. Mm. He calls out to his Father. He calls out in his agony. He cries out to heaven. And what happens? Well, God the Father sends an angel to minister to Jesus. Now, what's going on there? I mean, I, I, I think it's safe to say that... Jesus, God the Son, who created all of the angels, did not, technically speaking, need the help of an angel. But he cried out to heaven, and God sent him an angel so that we would know how creation works. When we are in distress, we're to call out to heaven, and God will send us an angel. Okay,
0: Mike, we gotta, we got to put a pause right there because Mike uh, kind of gussed from 40 miles an hour to 100 miles an hour. <laughs> He's like a horse running to the barn, you know, wanting to soaked. So um, we got to take a break. This is Bear Wassey with Deep Adventure, God, with Deep adventure Radio, and my co-adventure guide is Mike Aquilino. We'll be right back. We're going to continue uh, this story of how to communicate the appropriate relationship we might have with our guardian angels. We'll be right back.
1: Deep Adventure Radio has challenged you to accept the wild adventure of God's will now go even deeper with bear's best-selling book deep in the wave a surfing guide to the soul in story after story bear takes us along as he paddles deep surfing alongside whales and dolphins and avoiding killer sharks bear shares his experiences of the ocean in an intimate and exciting way we share in his pain healing through god and the joy of finding that deep intimate relationship with him As the story unfolds, you'll see how surfing has become the metaphor for the journey toward intimacy with God. Deep in the Wave, a surfing guide to the soul, will stir your own desire to go deeper into your faith. Order it today at deepadventure.com for your own faith journey or for someone who needs to go deeper. Deep in the Wave, a surfing guide to the soul by Bear Wozniak, available at deepadventure.com. All across the nation, people are tuning in to truth on the EWTN radio network.
3: Even though I am a Southern Baptist, I love my local Catholic radio station,
1: and I recommend it to all my friends, Catholic and non-Catholic.
2: Since I joined the church a decade ago, access to Catholic radio has been a must for me and my family. To have EWTN broadcasting locally with such
0: faith-filled and wholesome programs
1: to find out more, go to EWTN.com radio.
2: Are people challenging your faith? Do you wish you knew how to explain it better? Well, then tune in to hear Father Mitch Pacwa and his guests setting the record straight on all matters faith and reason. Next time on EWTN Live, only on EWTN. EWTN Live with Father Mitch Pacwa is seen and heard around the world. For dates and times in your area, log on to EWTN.com.
1: Wax up your boards. Let's paddle in for another wave of Deep Adventure Radio.
2: Aloha
0: and welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. We have as our guest today... The author of over forty books, uh, Mike Aquilina, who we're talking with uh, today on our one hundredth episode, and we decided to be appropriate to talk about angels because many people say I'm uh, such an angel. My mother uh, never called me that, but but uh, no, we're getting, we're talking about angels. We, you know, the, the thing, the being a Christian, uh, living on this earth, we have this awareness of what an adventure we're on. There are billions of of angels and each one of us have at least one guardian angel and you know the churches the bible says uh in revelations uh, he spoke to the angels of, of of the different churches there are angels all around that are that are involved in in helping us if we open ourselves up to them to that assistance and uh mike you were talking about what the appropriate way is for us to have that relationship you were talking about i believe um just at the break you were talking about the, the communication to Mary.
2: Oh, yes. And, well, uh, you know, there, there are great examples. You know, I mentioned Hagar in the book of Genesis, chapter 16, when she calls out to heaven, God sends an angel. And I mentioned Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. When he calls out to heaven, the Father sends an angel. And, and we find these examples in so many other places, especially in the Acts of the Apostles, uh, when, um, when St. Peter is in prison. He's freed by an angel. He goes to the house church in Jerusalem, knocks on the door, And this young woman, Rhoda, answers the door, and she's so surprised to see Peter. He's supposed to be in prison. He's supposed to be in chains. And here he is, standing on the front porch. She goes inside and says to the church, Peter's out there. And they say, oh, it can't be Peter. He's in jail. It must be his angel. And that's so surprising that the, the, um, the first Christians, the early church, would have been surprised to see Peter there, but they wouldn't have been surprised to see his angel. That's how close they were to the angels. That's how intense their devotion to the angels was. Well, it's that way in all of of the saints. And, you know, if we just look into uh, a few of the modern saints, they teach us really how to deal with the holy angels. And, you know, we should specify we're talking about the holy angels. We don't want to deal with any spirit who flies by. Because as you pointed out in the last segment, There are demons who wish our demise. So we call upon our angels in the approved ways, in the ways that the church teaches us, in the way that tradition gives us. The great prayer that our mothers taught us, angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love entrusts me here, ever this day be at my side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. You know, that's one great way to just give ourselves to the angels. Um, But when I was a young man there, I remember my confessor, told me that one good way of parenting was was to do this whenever one of my children walked into the room to greet that child's guardian angel that is so cool mike yeah yeah you know, I, so I thought cool. so cool. Yeah. You know when the child walks into the room greet the guardian angel work with that child's guardian angel be attentive to the promptings of that child's guardian angel you know, angels respect our freedom. They will not force themselves upon us. But if we open ourselves to the holy angels and their service that they want to give us, then we are more receptive to it. Mike, so, who, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead.
0: No, go. Who is the queen of the angels?
2: Oh, it's the blessed mother. Because if you look, you find the, the archangel Gabriel kneeling down before her. You know, in the in, in, in Saint Luke, he doesn't say he's kneeling.
0: That never happened before because the angels used to always show up and say, "Hey, don't be afraid," because they're like big and bad, right? But with Mary, they're kneeling before her.
2: That's right. That's it's right. You so know even, cool. even the prophet Daniel falls down on his face unconscious <laughs> because the angel's so scary. But yeah, the Blessed Virgin just you know uh, speaks to the guardian angel and or the 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 archangel Gabriel and and Gabriel is is submissive to her is uh, is deferential to her speaks respectfully to her and gives her a title that has never before appeared in Greek literature uh, you know he calls her full of grace she's the queen she's the queen mother she is hey 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 brother Mike.
0: <laughs> Let's get excited about this. So Tom Sullivan has this new rosary, you know, the Warriors Rosary. I don't know if you've uh, seen it. Oh man, I love my rosary. When I love I'm Tom, yeah, yeah, I love I,
2: Tom Sullivan. Oh, I He's love Tom hand. Sullivan.
0: Love that guy uh, with Jeanette Bankovic's uh, Woman of Grace Ministry. I love this rosary, you know. But when I, it, it changed my whole intercessory prayer life that rosary because it it's so masculine. And it feels like a weapon. In fact, I have it hanging. When you walk into my house, I've always had my black belt hanging there in case someone's wanting to uh, invade the house they might have second thoughts and now I have my rosary <laughs> hanging right over it it's like my two weapons of choice but when I pray the Rosary I feel Mary is unleashing the angels and I, when I pray for my daughter or my children I, I feel like I can just ask uh, I can pray and ask uh, the guardian angel to do whatever God's bidding is whatever God's will is in their life to, to free them to protect them and uh, it's yeah so so incorporating the Rosary into um, into asking uh, for angelic help, I think is is, you know, it just it's just a natural uh, way to do it. It's the it's the appropriate way to do it.
2: Absolutely, you know, you talked before about that one instance when your daughter uh, saw as if the material level was peeled back and she could see your angel, uh, and and really that's what we get in the Book of Revelation. You know, uh, the, the, the 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 spiritual realm is opened up. To John uh, the, the visionary and, and he tells us what he sees and what does he see? He sees hundreds of thousands of angels and they're actively involved in life on earth they're actively involved in the conduct of history and, and even in the, uh, the elements of the weather the angels are, are, are doing God's will and, and, uh, and, and working out God's creation in this way So if we if we read the scriptures with a certain intensity, if we read the scriptures with the saints, with the tradition of the church, we're going to see uh, how to tune into that, how to make the most of it, because God wants us to make the most of the gifts that he gives us. Well, you know, the the service of the angels is one of the greatest gifts that he gives us. Well,
0: you know, you know, we uh, we fight not against flesh and blood, but, you know, principalities and powers. But there's principalities of powers on the demonic side and on the uh, and on in the in the in, in the angelic side, and the angels are, are fighting for us in levels and ways we don't even we don't even realize.
2: That's right. You know they are with us, teaching us how to worship because that's really w- where we fight our battle. We don't fight with weapons, uh, you know that uh, that we we need a permit to carry. Uh, we we uh, we fight with. Um, we fight with weapons of worship. We fight when we pray. We fight when we use holy water. We fight especially when we receive the sacraments. Amen. You know, we go to confession and we make the demons tremble. We go to Holy Communion and we make the demons run scared from us. And you
0: know, the the, 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 the people of Israel, when they went into battle, they sent the choir out first.
2: That's right. You know, you with know? The,
0: the, the, we, the, our worship is spiritual warfare.
2: It really is. It really is. And God places so much at our disposal if only we'll use it instead though we want to run in fear we want to we we want to tremble by ourselves you know we have this pride that we can fight these things on our own and we really can't we need the help that God has given us. And he's he knows provi- that. And he's he pro- made us with that need.
0: And he's provided us with that. And so if you're out there right now and you're facing any sort of struggle, you know, give, it, give it to the Lord and ask God, ask your, angel, your, your guardian angel to help you or help, you, help those people in your family that you love and pray for. We've been talking with Mike Aquilina. The website is what, Mike?
2: fathersofthechurch.com. We
0: love you, Mike. Thank you for being our guest on our 100th show. Uh, This is your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. We'll be right back with more Deep Adventure Radio.
1: International Deep Adventure Radio.
3: It's very easy because EWTN does all the hard work. You just let others know tune in and they can see for themselves what a beautiful gift our church is in mark 16 verse 15 jesus commanded us to go into the whole world and proclaim the good news to all creation those words are the heart of the call of the ewtn media missionaries volunteers who help create awareness of ewtn in parishes and communities across the united states
2: through ewtn i've grown in my faith I can point others to certain programs that provide them with the resources they need to understand their faith.
1: If you consider what Jesus did for us on the cross, it's a small way to give back to Him.
3: With as little as 10 minutes a month, you can help spread the word. Call today, one 795 5771 or log on to our website, EWTNMissionaries.com and find out how easy it is to be
1: an EWTN Media Missionary. Surf's Up, real and radical ways to live your faith.
0: Aloha, this is Bear Wozniak with this week's Surf's Up, and this is a big Surf's Up moment. Uh, you know, at Deep Adventure Ministries, we do adventure quests where we do retreats and uh, we go out, maybe we go surfing or stand-up paddling or kayaking, or maybe we do martial arts over the weekend or something, but we, we kind of step out of the norm, and then in the context of that, we, have, uh, we go deep with God. Well, we have a really unique adventure quest scheduled Uh, From December 27th to January 6th, two days after Christmas, we jump on an airplane in New Jersey or New York, and we head to Jerusalem. We're going to be in the Holy Lands uh, during the Christmas time. So after you've spent Christmas with your Ohana, your family, uh, you can be uh, joining us in the Holy Lands from the 27th, uh, returning on January 6th. So we'll be there really during the holiday season. We're going with Marcellino D'Ambrosio, who... I've had him on my show many times. I really love uh, Doctor Italy, as he is called, and uh, he'll be—he goes to the Holy Lands twice a year, and so he'll be the greatest adventure guide we could have. We're going to go to Jerusalem. We're going to be stand-up paddling on the Sea of Galilee. We're going to surf or, or uh, uh, maybe do some just swimming in the sea in, in the by the ocean, the Mediterranean, in Caesarea. So we're going to be going to Bethlehem, the Mount of Olives. Old Jerusalem. Uh, So, we're going to be doing all those, having that incredible experience with someone who couldn't be uh, even a better adventure guide than Marcellino D'Ambrosio. And it kind of blows my mind because the cost for the package, including travel and all the transportation and lodging, is only $3,800 per person. So, if you want to join us, I know last time I talked to Marcellino, he said there were 12 spots open that were left. And I think he said two more people were calling in that day. So we're down to just about 10 spots left, and we would love to have you guys join us on our Deep Adventure quest to the Holy Lands. Go to our website, deepadventure.com, to find out more. We're going to the Holy Lands December 27th to six. Aloha. Surfside, go deep, or go home. That's right.
1: Back to Deep Adventure Radio with Bear Wozniak. Suffering in paradise for you.
0: Aloha, and welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. Sometimes, don't you just feel like you're lifting off from this world, like this crazy temporary existence we have? We need to embrace it and love uh, and cherish our time here, but eternity is coming so soon. and We actually live in eternity, and talking about the angels just lifts our hearts to, to soar towards heaven and to soar towards God and to contemplate the heavenly things, to contemplate the very face of God. We at Deep Adventure Radio invite you to go to our website, deepadventure.com. My book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul, is there. It talks about my son surfing 80-foot waves right off the bat. It's full of adventure, and it uh, draws people into a deeper conversion with God and also draws people uh, into—you can use it to share with people, to challenge them, and to share with them the good news, to share with them the gospel— We also would like for you to subscribe to our newsletters because that's how you become part of our fighting tribe. That's how you become part of our our ohana. In Hawaii, we have the saying, wield your paddles together. And so we're all in this same big outrigger canoe. We want to paddle together, drop into some big surf, and lead others to Christ. So come and join our effort. Come and join our quest. This is Bear Wozniak, your adventure guide on Deep Adventure Radio. May the breath of the Holy Spirit Aloha you. Aloha!
1: This is Deep Adventure Radio. Hear archived shows. Buy Bear's book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul. And sign up for our Wave of the Week email at deepadventure.com. For the latest news on Bear and Deep Adventure, visit us on Facebook and share Deep Adventure with your friends. The most radical thing you can do in life is abandon yourself
2: to the wild adventure of God's will. Deep Adventure Radio.